your home for Minnesota Vikings football. This is Fox Sports 98.1, K251DH, AM 1230, KWSN Sioux Falls, and KWSN.com. It's time for the High School Coaches Show on Fox Sports Radio 98.1 and AM 1230, KWSN, and KWSN.com. Let's check in with the coaches. Here's your host of today's program, John Gaskins. And good morning. All right. High school basketball season tipped off last night for almost every team in South Dakota or will tonight. The Lincoln girls went out to Yankton last week and played a down-to-the-wire nail-biter. And we'll have Matt Daly, the coach of the Patriots, a little bit later in the program. We have our first high school basketball broadcast here on Fox Sports 98.1 for the 2020-2021 season tonight. A West Side Story at Roosevelt as the number one Rough Rider boys host O'Gorman, who does not have to travel far down 41st Street. Tip-off will be at 7 o'clock. Pre-game show at 6.45. The coaches of both of those teams in a moment to tip off our 2020-2021 high school coaches show basketball season. A little bit later in the hour, we'll chat with the coaches that will be a part of our Tuesday night broadcast, the Lincoln and Washington Girls, an East Side showdown. Jamie Parrish of the Warriors at about 9.15. Matt Daly of the Patriots shortly after him. We will chat with the coaches of the Sioux Falls Christian Boys, who are a top-five team in Class A this year, and the T-Area Boys. Those two teams are ranked 2-3. and three. The Titans tipped off their season last night with the win, and so did the Chargers on the road. And then to finish things off, we'll go out west. Mike Zur, Brandon Valley Girls, will join us. He has a top-five team as well. So it's great to be here. Get your cup of coffee, your eggs, your bacon, whatever you're doing this morning to enjoy chatting high school hoops. A little sense of normalcy in what has been a rough year, uh, a weird year for a lot of us. But we are happy that the kids get to play. And play they will tonight at Roosevelt to tip off the season. And guess who's number one in the preseason South Dakota media poll for boys double-A hoops? It's Sioux Falls Roosevelt. The head coach, Mitch Begaman, joining us on our fan line. Mitch, good morning and welcome to the season. And how easy and great was it to wake up today knowing you have a game tonight? Well, good morning, John. Again, thank you, uh, as always, for doing this and, and for having coaches on each week. And um, It's been a long nine months. And uh, waking up this morning um, knowing it's game day is uh, truly a a grateful thing that I think everybody in the high school setting, every coach, every player is uh, very excited, very thankful, and uh, we're just really ready to get going. Well, you have a team that's ranked number one for a reason in the preseason rankings to take people behind the curtains. Not that this would be a great revelation, but for those of us in the media who vote for these sort of things, number one tends to be a team that was really good last year and returns a lot of their best players. And uh, most people are familiar with your players from both last year's basketball team and this year's wildly talented football team that was ranked number one for most of the year. But uh, I know the rankings don't mean nearly as much, especially this early in the year to the coaches, but what does that say about your team? Why do you think uh, us Brainiacs picked you guys number one? Well, I think like you said, you know, we return a lot of a lot of experienced players losing, uh, you know, one one senior from last year's uh, rotation. Um, obviously, anytime you can bring back four starters and, and honestly 
six or six guys off the bench that have all played played varsity experience really can kind of give you that you know that edge and and we feel like uh you know we return a lot of a lot of kids that have played um a lot of a couple new kids that haven't played but are ready to go and and uh you know we're just really excited to uh see this team compete you know we're 13 practices in and uh you know like i said it's been a long long nine months and you know there'll be some rust that we'll have to work out there'll be some mistakes but we know um you know if we kind of stick to our game plan um, we should be okay. Mitch Begaman, Sioux Falls Roosevelt boys basketball coach, joining us here on the KWSN High School Coaches Show. We do this every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. on Fox Sports 98.1. It starts at Roosevelt with your two returning starters, Tucker Large and Tyler Feltkamp, both three-year starters. We'll start with Feltkamp, who's one of the best athletes all around in the state, one of the fastest athletes in the state. Uh, same thing I asked Kim Nelson a time or two this past autumn. What has he added to his game? You know, I, I think just, you know, like I said, he's been a three-year starter for us. He's, um, you know, provides provides a lot of scoring for our, for our, for our basketball team. And, um, you know, I think this year, you know, he's, he's just kind of looking to uh, continue to improve. You know, he's a, he's a high-volume shooter. He's really been able to, um, you know, take kids off the dribble the last few years. And like you said, he's just an incredible athlete that um, is very, very hard to guard because he can kind of do it all. And then, you know, on the flip side, he's he's a very good defender, and he's he's guarding every team's pretty much best player night in, night out. And um, when you can ask a kid to to play both defense and offense like that, um, you know, he, he truly is a special player. And, you know, like I said, we talk about it all the time, you know, and he, and he, he likes the accolades. He likes the, likes the, uh, um, the, 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 the accomplishments. But most yeah. of all, you know, we're, we're after, we're after uh, you know, one thing we talked about last year. And you know, we were playing very good basketball and, and obviously didn't get an opportunity to play in a state tournament. But, uh, you know, this, this group of seniors, wanna, they want to go out with a bang. And, and uh, you know, we, we talk about daily at practices, and we talk about what things we have to do and um, to achieve that goal. And and uh, you know, for us, it's just going to be one week at a time with with the pandemic, and we're going to yeah. just we're going to be grateful for the time, the games that we get to play right now. We we go back to last March, and it was, I believe, Friday of the girls' state tournament out in Spearfish a week before you guys were to have your state tournament in Sioux Falls, and everything was called off, and that was when we just got the first big surge of coronavirus. And refresh my memory, what seed were you guys for the AA tourney last year? We were um, entering as the three seed. Entering as the three. So obviously uh, a strong contender. So what kind of a motivational factor has that been for your guys, and how much have you talked about it as a coach? Not getting the chance to do that, and here you are, obviously a team that is expected to be back there and and, and be a contender. You know, honestly, I've used it as a motivator. You know, uh, we felt like something was taken away from us, and we felt... uh, you know, obviously everybody had it taken away from them, but for us, we felt like we were playing really, really good basketball and probably our best of the season. And so, uh, for us not to get opportunities last year to to, to see what could have happened, um, it's been a motivator for us in the off season. You know, our kids um, have, have put a lot of time in under different circumstances, and uh, you know, obviously, you saw a lot of our kids playing football, so kids have got. A season under their belt to start, but mm-hmm. uh, we do have a lot of kids that have been sitting out for nine months, just kind of preparing themselves for this for this night and this season. And so, um, it, it's a motivator. We talk about it all the time. We talk about you know 
think about every day. You're not guaranteed tomorrow, and so you got to leave it out on the floor today. And uh, each game that we do get to play, you know, you're gonna you're gonna see a team that's gonna leave it all out there, and we're gonna play as hard as we can, and and we're gonna, like I said, be grateful. I think that's the word I'm gonna use a lot this year is just grateful for the opportunities that we're getting to play. Mitch Bagman, Roosevelt Boys. A couple more quick questions before we let you go. Again, they play O'Gorman tonight, seven o'clock, right here on Fox Sports ninety eight one. O'Gorman. Uh, they're always good, right? Derek Roby's been there for uh, a long time now, and uh, he has a system that seems to plug and chug no matter who the players are. But specifically for this team tonight, what kind of matchups are you looking at? You know, he, he brings some size this year. He's got a lot of a lot of size that he could play at probably three positions. And so we know um, we've got to be able to keep him off the boards. I think that's first and foremost what we're trying to focus on. And, and uh, and then next is obviously just keeping their guards in check. You know, the Arbogast kids started for them last year, um, and then they bring off or they come back with Renshaw and and, and the Moffitt kid who are also equally great shooters. And so we just know we have to guard their shooters. We've got to build to keep them off the boards, and then um, you know we got to try to control the game as much as we can. You know, we want to play fast and and we want to get up and down the floor, but um, we've got to be able to get rebounds to do that. And so. Um, like I said, it's an inner city game. It's O'Gorman. They're well coached, and you know it's going to be a great game. It's going to be the first game in a long time, and so there are going to be some mistakes. But uh, like I said, hopefully um, we can defend well enough to, to keep ourselves, uh, give ourselves the best chance. And uh, real quickly, for those who might want to just check out a high school basketball game tonight, and a dang good one, uh, what are the restrictions or rules about uh, people getting into Roosevelt tonight? Um, actually, so it's it's um, each each student coach manager have been given uh, two passes per per player, and uh, and so two family members or or two people that are lucky enough to get get a ticket can come to the game and watch. And um, masks will be required, and and there'll be plenty of social distancing for our our students and our and our fans, and to make it as safe as possible for everybody. And Excellent. so, um, you know, we're excited. We're excited for the people that I get to watch and, and uh, just looking forward to a great season. Mitch, appreciate it. We'll be talking a lot, and we'll see you tonight. Sounds good. Thanks so much for your time and, and your efforts that you do for us, John. You bet. Mitch Begaman, Sioux Falls Roosevelt Boys, 7 o'clock tip against O'Gorman. Let's chat with the guy on the other bench, Derek Roby. He's next. It's our tip-off to the 2021 season of the KWSN High School Coaches Show on Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, the free KWSN mobile app and KWSN.com. You're listening to the High School Coaches Show on Fox Sports Radio, FM 98.1 and AM 1230, KWSN and KWSN.com. Now, back to the coaches. If you want to keep up with what's going on, when we have these high school games on the radio, when we have Minnesota Vikings games on the radio, like Sunday at noon against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady, follow us on Twitter, at KWSN Sports. We'll be keeping you abreast of not only what's going on with our broadcasts, but that's where you'll find updates and things like Vikings Views with the voice of the Minnesota Vikings, Paul Allen. You can catch the weekly conversation I have with him by going to kwsn.com, clicking on podcasts, clicking on the purple and gold fan page, and that's where you will uh, hear Vikings Views with Paul Allen, thanks to our friends at Pfeiffer's Implement and Plastic Surgery Associates of SD.com, but we also post that on our Twitter page at KWSN Sports. Pleasure to bring in 
now, what, 15 years at O'Gorman? Derek Roby, six-time state champ. His team just outside of the top five as they go to Roosevelt tonight. As we've mentioned, a game we'll have right here starting at 645 on our airwaves on Fox Sports 98.1. Derek, good morning. Uh, I know you were up nice and early today because that's when you sent me some of my uh, preparation help. And uh, I, I, I hope you still have that kind of energy maintained by 645 tonight. Oh, absolutely. It's game day. I was up earlier than when I sent that to you. Yeah. I was uh, up. In fact, I left the house, and my wife looks at me, and she goes, you are not going to the school this early. I said, heck, I'm not. It's game day, man. <laughs> so I uh, I was up plenty early, and I got a half a day's in already. I bet you have. And just what kind of appreciation, obviously, you and your kids, I'm sure you heard Mitch talk about this, that you have considering you got you know that state tournament week taken away from you last year. Yeah, you know, we're excited, like everybody, you know, you, uh, you get, uh, you know, the, the season comes to uh, a screeching halt last, you know, last winter, and, uh, you know, now you, you kind of wonder the way things are going, you're thinking, are we even going to be able to have a season, and then, of course, the uh, the fall goes off to a great start, and, and they get all the sports in, and then you're getting more optimistic, and, and by about, you know, I suppose halfway through the fall season, I thought, you know what, we're going to be able to do this. And uh, um, with that being said, uh, excited. I know the kids are excited. Win, lose, or draw, they just want to play. Um, I know there's some, you know, certainly there's some accommodations that everybody is going through. But, you know, from a coaching standpoint, we're excited. Uh, the kids are excited. We'll make the, the jaunt over to Roosevelt and see what happens. You know, as I look at your your starting five tonight, and even your top reserves, this is uh, this is a this is not a new crop of kids when it comes to getting varsity basketball, but most of them to starting and, and being now the the go to guys. So, uh, at least for now, very early, what would you say is the identity of this team, or would you like it to be? Well, you know, that's that's a great question, and, and uh, I don't know what the identity is yet. You know, and I'm not trying to. Uh, hide anything from people that might be listening other programs <laughs> I, I i really don't know yet i mean we're experimenting with some new things this year um and that's uh taking a handful of our prep time because they're new to the to the whole O'Gorman, you know culture um we're just trying some different things um with the personnel we have i, I like i told you today when i emailed you you know we're certainly excited about this group of kids you know i love coming to practice and you know they're energized they're they're fun to hang around good students in classroom all those kind of things so you know great crop of kids but you know like i alluded to this uh on the email you know our our big problem is going to be the the strength of our schedule um meaning uh you know it's just a grueling schedule for us and i'm not gonna you know just uh you know be one of these coaches that gripe about the schedule every year but this is a grueling one and yeah. like i told you you know we don't even play a metro game at home this year all our metro games are on the road and then uh you know i don't mean this to come across wrong but obviously we're going to take some lumps along the way and uh you know if we uh you know take early you know setbacks if you will throughout the season we could be playing good basketball because my point is is everybody we're up against especially real early in our season they're real really good basketball programs and they have great you know franchise players if you will so you know we could be who knows what and playing really good basketball and uh, so we just have to do whatever we can to keep our guys confidence keep things in perspective 
I mean, certainly we're going into the game, John, that we're, you know, we're thinking we can, you know, win these games, but, you know, we are also realistic that, you know, our schedule is grueling. Um, keep everything in perspective, especially before Christmas, and and uh, try we're, we'll try to build some confidence, and and uh, you know, hopefully that'll put us in a position to you know finish in a state tournament. I guess. Derek Roby, 16th year at O'Gorman. Have you ever not made the state tournament in your first 15 uh, yes. years? Really? Yes. Okay. Um, I don't remember which year it was, but <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It's that usually that usually happens no matter who you have. And thirty uh, fifth year head coaching overall again the Knights and Roosevelt tonight right here on Fox Sports ninety eight one. And let's talk about those Rough Riders. They are ranked number one, not unanimously. They had nine first place votes to Yankton's five. Uh, they have a couple of just dynamite returning starters in Large and Felt Camp. But uh, what's uh, what, what do you what do you worrying about or I guess harping on most to be able to uh, give your team a chance to win tonight? Well, first of all, the five votes that we didn't get, um, I don't know what those pollers were thinking because Roosevelt is, in everybody's opinion, coaching-wise, uh, throughout the summers and everybody, you know, everybody is saying Roosevelt's the team to beat. Don't get me wrong, I am. I, that's no disrespect to Yankton because obviously they have the best player in the state of right. South Dakota, but team-wise, Rosie's loaded. Everybody knows that. Their football program showed that. They're athletically, they just got a great crop of kids. On the basketball floor, some of them are the in both sports. You know, you look at, you already mentioned Tucker Large, going to be a handful around the perimeter. You know, last year, I, I don't, can't remember if you did our very first game against Rosie here. Uh, Feldkamp got into foul trouble just like that. And it's that. He got two fouls within the first minute. And Tucker just took over and uh, just won the basketball game for him. So, uh, you know, you got Tucker to contend with. Uh, obviously, Feldkamp. I'm assuming they're going to start Ashley. And, uh, you know, there's three great perimeter guys. And with the football success Ashley had, I mean, he's just going to come in with a lot of confidence. And he might be their best scorer. Who knows? Mm-hmm. And you can't. You can't forget about Paulson, who was a, a star for him last year. And then McCormick. McCormick, you know, comes in with Tucker last year when Tucker got hurt. You know, McCormick just kind of took over and probably let him in score. So you got him sitting off to the side. And, of course, you got Phillips, who's going to you know probably guard our big down low. And um, they just got a handful of guys. I like the Dannenberg kid as well, you know. So they have some size. They certainly have the quickness and the athletic athleticism to create some havoc for teams matchup wise i'm assuming they're going to just come after full court and and try to make it a turn a defense and offense type of a setting they're going to you know do the traps and the full court pressure and you know that's what you prepare for but i don't know if you can you know honestly prepare for that type of uh um you know athleticism coming at you but you know we're going to give it a whirl and see what happens but they're certainly very good Looking forward to it. And, of course, you have the Lincoln boys on Friday night. And then you'll have Sioux Falls Christian uh, next Saturday afternoon at 3 o'clock. We'll have that game right here on KWSN. It's always a pleasure to hear from you, Derek. Thank you for helping me out earlier today. Good morning, sunshine to you, and we'll see you tonight. <laughs> okay, thanks, John. We'll see you. Derek Roby. It is, uh, we're off and running. It feels good. It's good to have high school hoops back in uh, the gymnasiums across South Dakota. Tuesday night, we're going to have a girls' east side showdown between Lincoln and Washington, and we will preview that with their head coaches next on the KWSN High School Coaches Show, Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230,
and KWSN.com. You're listening to the High School Coaches Show on Fox Sports Radio, FM 98.1 and AM 1230, KWSN and KWSN.com. Now, back to the coaches. State versus the U tonight. It won't count in the Summit League standings, and there won't be fans there. And that just doesn't make it nearly as much fun, but they'll play. 8 o'clock tip-off at the Sanford Pentagon. You can watch it on Midco Sports Network. You can stream it on their new streaming service. For those of you who aren't Midco SN and uh, Midco customers, uh, you can stream all the games. They've got a good package. Uh, I think a free 30-day trial and $5.99 a month. Not bad uh, if you just want to get the games this year for the Jacks and the Yotes and bunch of high school games, some USF and Augie games as well. And you can hear all Coyote men's basketball games over on 95.7 FM, Q95.7 FM, 7.30 pregame tonight with John Thayer, the Yotes, and the Jackrabbits. And meanwhile, we have high school hoops right here on KWSN, Fox Sports 98.1, and AM 1230, online at kwsn.com. You can hear it on your phone on the free KWSN mobile app, Roosevelt's boys ranked number one, unanimous as Derek Roby thinks they should be, against Roby's O'Gorman Knights. Again, 7 o'clock tip, 645 pregame. And Tuesday night, we'll have our first girls showdown here on Fox Sports 98.1 as Lincoln visits the Washington Warriors. Their girls are ranked number two. They got four of the 14 first-place votes to start the season. They have their first game tonight against Brookings, and the head coach, Jamie Parrish, joins us on the Coach's Show. Jamie, good morning. Stock question, how good does it feel to have a game day in 2020? Oh, man, we have been, uh, we've been counting down uh, since March 13th. You know, you, you normally at this point you say, "Ah, oh, we've put in a couple good weeks. We had a good summer." But uh, yeah, we've we've sat back and been excited about this all the way back since March, just to have that opportunity to <clears throat> get these kids back together and get them on the floor and uh, let them compete a little bit. What was your seed going into the state tournament last year? Uh, we were the six. Maybe. Okay. Okay. I know. I know. We had Lincoln on day one. That seems. Uh, that's kind of. Uh, I think that's been every single year since I've been at Washington that we either run into them in a district or the first round of the state tournament. It does seem like that, and uh, and you'll get them on Tuesday night. But uh, that it's a tradition unlike any other, I guess. And uh, it, and there always seems to be great games between Washington and and Lincoln's girls. We'll get to your game tonight, but to to preview our game on Tuesday, uh, you know what. What is it about Matt Daly's program that keeps that consistent? And, and what is it about these games between you two that always seem to come down to the wire? Well, one of the unique things that we have that I don't know if it happens anywhere else in the state is uh, we split a middle school between uh, Washington and Lincoln, uh, Patrick Henry. And now that's obviously going to change with uh, some of the uh, redistricting and the new building opening up. But um, a lot of our kids were teammates you know, when they were in middle school. And they might have even been on the same travel team. And their parents, you know, have dinner together. And then when they go to, you know, make that split, all of a sudden now they're playing against each other. So, I mean, it's a really, really unique thing that uh, I didn't fully understand until I'd been there for for a few years. You know, I I grew up in Yankton, and the only thing that we knew about uh, Mitchell and Sioux Falls and Huron was that we didn't like them. (laughs) You know, you didn't... uh, (laughs) You didn't... uh, have contact with the, with the kids on the other team and have those relationships. 
Um, then along with that, Matt's done a really nice job. Uh, he does a nice job of, uh, you know, defensively they try to dictate what, what they want you to do. If they want you to play fast or play slow. And offensively, uh, his kids, you know, he's had some tremendous talent the last few years. And um, the kids do a nice job of letting their best players shoot the most shots. You know, Morgan Hansen, um, uh, you knew she was going to get points because she's going to get 15 to 20 looks every night. Um, you know, you can go back and look at the Brecht kids. You can, uh, Sydney Rosinski. Um, oh, my goodness. I just uh, I see her mom. Uh, the girl just went to play softball. Osmondson. There you go. Um, you know, he's, he's done a great job of, you know, having, having very talented players, and he puts the pressure on your defense because those kids are going to touch the ball a lot and have a lot of chances yeah. to, to score against you. Yeah. Well, and, of course, you're going to put some pressure on them with who you have in the post at 6-5 in Sydney Shetnan, the Louisville volleyball and girls basketball recruit, Jamie Parrish, Washington Warrior Girls, joining us here on Fox Sports 98.1. And I remember her as a freshman going, whoa, okay, that'll be interesting by the time she gets to be a senior because – she was already she's already rather tall, uh, but here we are. This is this is it for her. We're, we're getting close to the finish line. Uh, what has she done to maximize her game that we can all expect? You know, she's uh, she's worked a lot on her touch. Um, it started out, you know, she was she was kind of all in with volleyball those first couple years, and uh, that doesn't mean she didn't work on her basketball game, but it definitely wasn't her number one. And then um, suddenly, you know, she had some opportunities to uh, go play at a AAU tournament, and some people got really excited. She's like, oh, I can be good at this. Um, so she has worked on her touch. She's worked on, uh, she's gotten a lot stronger. She, um, yeah, she's not going to walk out there and look real muscular. It's hard to put muscle on 6'5", yes. uh, female. But uh, uh, the way that she runs and jumps and lands, she has put some time in the weight room to get better. And a lot of people don't know, uh, her grandpa was uh, the basketball coach at Washington and uh, is in the South Dakota uh, Hall of Fame as a player. So uh, she spent a lot of time with grandpa at the lake cabin working on post moves and working on stuff. So, uh, you know, she's uh, she was obviously talented, but now there's a lot more polish uh, to what we're going to throw on the floor this year, we feel. Well, looking forward to that. On Tuesday, best of luck, Jamie, and best of luck to open the season tonight against Brookings. We'll see you Tuesday. Well, hey, thank you guys so much for uh, always being good to our kids, and uh, it's good to hear you back on the radio, man. I like I like seeing you at Canary Games, but this is better. Uh, well, when it's when it's baseball season and it's sunny and you're at a Canaries game, that's better. Right now, this is better. That's uh, it's all <laughs> it's all gravy. Thanks, Jamie. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Jamie Parrish and the Washington Girls hosting Lincoln on Tuesday evening, 7 o'clock, tip 645 pregame right here on Fox Sports 98.1. Again, Roosevelt and O'Gorman's boys tip off at that time. Pregame shows are all about 15 minutes ahead of tip off all season long. We're going to have mostly Tuesday and Thursday games after we get to the new year. And we have USF basketball. We'll have men's and women's broadcasts right here on KWSN and over on 107.9 FM, and we'll have more details about that rather soon. Uh, when we get to January and February, that will tie up our Friday and Saturday nights right here, and we will have high school games almost exclusively on Tuesdays and Thursdays with a, with a Monday or two tossed in. But uh, for December, it's open season. We have, uh, we have four games in the, in the next eight days that we are looking forward to starting tonight. The other combatant on Tuesday... Lincoln 
and their head coach, Matt Daly, is next on the KWSN High School Coaches Show, Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, and KWSN.com. You're listening to the High School Coaches Show on Fox Sports Radio, FM 98.1, and AM 1230, KWSN, and KWSN.com. Now, back to the coaches. With the South Dakota Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, John Michaels, here in our downtown Sioux Falls studio. I'm John Gaskins. It's great to be here. We have four more coaches to talk to before 10 o'clock hits. And Minnesota Score Radio, for you Vikings fans, Twins fans, I'm sure they might talk about that Twins-Saints merger. Uh, the St. Saint Paul Saints, now the AAA affiliate, starting now with the Minnesota Twins, 10 miles apart. And you can just take the green light rail from downtown St. Paul to Minneapolis to the ballparks. And that's what the Twins and Saints are going to do with those they're calling up and sending down. Pretty cool deal. Uh, we have an article about that with a lot of information at kwsn.com. How did the Canaries fit into all that and their relationship and their partnership at one time, their co-ownership? They were owned by the Saints ownership group uh, back in the early 2000s. A lot of people here in Sioux Falls would like to and would have loved to see, uh, to have seen affiliated baseball come to town, but it's not going to happen at least for a little while, probably not until we get a new ballpark here in town. Uh, there's a lot of information there at kwsn.com about that, but they'll talk, if at the very least, if they don't talk Twins and Saints, they'll talk Vikings today. They'll get you ready for that game tomorrow against Tom Brady and the Bucks. Minnesota Score Radio, Eric and Wally, great show. So don't go anywhere once 10 o'clock hits. You're going to love it. And uh, we'll have the Vikings and the Bucks from... Paul Allen and the Vikings Radio Network right here Sunday at noon, pregame at 11. If you want, if you just can't wait for that pregame show, Paul Allen's Vikings views are up on the Purple and Gold podcast page at kwsn.com. You hear it every Friday at 4.55 right here on Fox Sports 98.1. Promotions out of the way. Well, actually, I'll give you one more in case you haven't heard yet. Lincoln and Washington, girls hoops, Tuesday at 7, pregame at 6.45, right here on Fox Sports 98.1. The head coach of the Patriot girls, Matt Daly, joins us uh, with a one-and-one team. Some teams haven't tipped off the season yet. You guys have two games under your belt, and both nail-biters, the win at Yankton last Friday, 45-44, a loss last night at home to Watertown, 33-30, Matt. So, uh, I'm a grown-up nail-biter. Do you have any left? Any nail left you know what i do yeah, it's uh they were both very good games uh you know the first game down at yankton it was you know probably a game that both teams felt like we definitely didn't have enough practice yet to be playing that first game we weren't quite as prepared as we wanted to be with kids coming out of quarantine and and having to move that having to split our double headers and play it a week early but uh, you know what? It's just we're happy to be out playing. We're happy to, to get games in this year. Uh, so far, what have you liked from what you've seen in those games? Obviously, it's a team that loses Morgan Hansen and Emma Osmondson, two of the best players in the state from the last few years. But uh, what do you like and what do you know needs to improve, especially as you get ready for Washington on Tuesday? Yeah, you know, we're incredibly, incredibly young uh, after losing nine seniors. Um, but I love this group. They're a group that shows up every day. They realize they don't have a ton of varsity experience. Uh, they're very open to learn. Uh, they're open to be coached. Um, you know, right now I like that my team is, you know, playing hard. And they're coming to practice every day ready to learn. Um, but at the same time, we're, uh, we're making a lot of mistakes that young teams make. And uh, I think after each passing practice and each passing game, 
Uh, we're going to lessen those mistakes and, and hopefully uh, get this team competitive and, and geared up to make a state tournament run. Sure. Matt Daly, Lincoln Girls Basketball, KWSN High School Coaches Show, Washington on Tuesday night here on Fox Sports 98.1. Don't know if you heard Jamie Parrish, but he had uh, a very broad and appreciated perspective on the relationship between Lincoln and Washington in all sports and beyond sports. Those two schools, for a guy that came from Yankton, grew up in the AS. ESD, and all he knew is he didn't like the other <laughs> schools in that league. Uh, how would you depict uh, the the relationship between these two schools and every time they get together on the basketball floor for your girls? You know, it's kind. I think it's kind of like the uh, Chicago Bulls, Detroit Pistons of the '90s. You know, we have <laughs> we have definitely uh, a lot of rivalry, and, and it's not hard to get the girls revved up for a Washington game. But at the same time, we have the utmost respect. Um, for their girls' basketball program and the coaches over there. Um, but we know it's always going to be a dogfight, you know, whether it's, you know, each year we come in and one team might be favored or the other team might be favored. We always know that it's going to be a great game. Um, but it is. It gets chippy and it gets emotional. And, uh, you know, the coaches definitely are very competitive and they want to win that game just because, you know, that is the rival school and we're, we're very close close to each other here in town. Um but uh, it's a lot of fun. It's it's usually probably going to be a little more fun when you have the gym packed on a normal non-COVID year. Yeah. Um, but uh, but I think it's still going to be a lot of fun, and the girls definitely know when it's Washington week, and I'm sure they feel the same way. But uh, we're just looking forward to getting out there and competing. Right. Uh, the, the, the the centerpiece of the of their being is Sydney Shetton at six five. Uh, how do you guys neutralize that? Yeah, you know, with with, with Jackalinga and, and, and Sydney, they have such great length. And uh, Coach Parrish definitely knows, at least in years past, how to utilize that length in, in high-low situations and and throw in different matchup zones at you to, to use that length and, and make your scoring opportunities limited. Um, we just need to come out, and we need to uh, we need to move the ball quickly. We need to find those gaps in the zone. Uh, we need to execute on man if that's what they're playing. And, uh, you know, we need to uh, just take care of the basketball and limit buckets that they get in transition by having a low turnover game. Good luck on your oil change this morning. Uh, life is always better hey. after that. Yeah, definitely get that out of the way and <laughs> get on to enjoying your weekend, right? <laughs> right. Uh, Matt, appreciate your time. We'll see you Tuesday. Good luck. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. You bet. Matt Daly, the head coach of the Lincoln High School girls. We still have three coaches to get to. The Sioux Falls Christian boys uh, starting the season ranked number two in Class A and winning big last night. And a week from now, we'll have their game against Sioux Falls O'Gorman. A little Christian Sioux Falls showdown. The Charger coach Mike Scouten is next on the KWSN Coaches Show, Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, on your phone on the free KWSN mobile app that's free and easy to download and at kwsn.com. You're listening to the High School Coaches Show on Fox Sports Radio, FM 98.1 and AM 1230, KWSN and kwsn.com. Now, back to the coaches. I'm John Gaskins. A lot of teams tipped off their season last night. That included the Sioux Falls Christian Boys, a staple in the top five and his state contenders during the Mike Scouten era. 
And he joins us this morning after a victory at home against the Lennox. Mike, good morning. How are you? Yeah, thanks, John. Good morning. Yeah, I'm doing I'm doing well. Thank you. Yeah, saw the highlights last night despite uh, 12 early points uh, in the first quarter from... Uh, and I don't have his name in front of me right now, but, uh, I mean, you guys were able to get by the the Orioles pretty well last night. How do you feel about your team's first performance? Yeah, you're right. Uh, they uh, they jumped on us um, uh, pretty early, and... Uh and uh, that was, you know, a good a good test for us to see once what we uh, how we could bounce back. And our uh, our boys uh, responded real well, and were able to, you know, just get ahead a by a point only after the first quarter. And then we just kind of uh, kept playing a little better each quarter, and were able to build a, a nice lead at late in the game. <laughs> right. Uh, by the way, Stephen Christian is is the young man's name from Lennox, yeah. a good player to watch this year. Uh, so, but I mean, he got hot real early on. Uh, you know, he was on the he was on the highlight shows last night. So, well, what did you kind of tell your guys when when you see an opposing player, especially right out of the gates to start the season? Uh, and credit to them, they they know. Okay, let's let's keep going to that well. Uh, how did you, uh, as a coaching staff and your players, adjust to that as the game went on? Well, we just after that first quarter, we just challenged the whole group that uh, you know we can't we can't allow you know twenty points a quarter. Uh, that's just that's just too much. So yes. we challenged the guys to you know cut that in half. That was our goal. So we're not going to let them have more than ten or twelve uh, in the quarter. And, and they ended up scoring, I believe, thirty-one the rest of the game. So we were able to accomplish that goal of uh, holding them to around ten points a quarter. And uh, that really was what separated us, uh, allowed us to to build that nice lead. Was that an X's and O's adjustment, or was that just a little, uh, put a little you-know-what and vinegar into them, or, or how did it happen? <laughs> uh, it was just a matter of challenging them, and because uh, they, they're better than that, I feel, and uh, they um, they responded real well, so they they uh, took on the challenge and responded the way that we had hoped for, and so the result turned out to be pretty good. Mike Scout and Sioux Falls Christian Boys Basketball. It's the KWSN High School Coaches Show here on Fox Sports 98.1. Turn right around and you take on West Central tonight. Uh, the Trojans are ranked number five in the preseason media poll for Class A, and they lost by 20 at Del Rapids last night. And uh, the Couriers, as far as I know, are not ranked. So that's, I'm sure, a uh, bit of an eyebrow-raising result. But uh, what what... Do you know is in store for your team tonight against the Trojans? Yeah, actually, I've just been uh, watching uh, tape of that game, and so they're uh, they play very hard. Uh, they like to uh, play on defense and are very aggressive. Uh, they like to get out and run, and so it's going to be a probably a fast-paced game. And uh, it's just a matter of us, you know, not letting them have limiting their shots on the offensive end, not giving them second chance opportunities. And then uh, when we do get that rebound, get out and run ourselves. That's yeah. that's what we like to do as well. So uh, basically, I'm just going to challenge you guys to play our game, we'll do what we do well, and then we'll see how it turns out. Uh, your guys' first game last night, our first show of the high school basketball season, so uh, the host gets to make mistakes, too, right out of the shoot. I was looking at the girls' Class A poll. Uh, the West Central boys are not ranked, and Del Rapp is the team that beat them by 20 last night. Uh, they are ranked number four for the boys. Anyway, right. uh, you guys are ranked number two. And um, who, are, who are some of the guys that keyed you last night, and, and uh, you're looking forward to making a lot of big things happen for Charger boys' hoops this year? 
Yeah, I think we're going to probably rely heavily on our three seniors this year. They're all three uh, returning starters. Um, Xavier Van Beek, uh, Noel Van Donker's good, and Tyler Prince. Um, uh, Tyler and uh, Xavier were our leading scorers last night. And so I I suspect that throughout the season that those guys will be, those three will be uh, leading the way for us. And uh, we'll... Uh, We'll rely heavily on them to, to uh, be productive for us throughout the year. Hey, you, always, you always have a lot of guys to rely on to be productive. If anything, it's very productive, especially in the scoring column at Sioux Falls Christian Mike. It's a fun team to watch. We look forward to next Saturday when you take on O'Gorman at 3 mm-hmm. o'clock right here on Fox Sports 98.1, and we'll talk to you again soon. Yeah, sounds good, John. Thanks a lot for having me. You bet. That's Mike Scouting. We still have two coaches left. We'll get them in. Uh, the T-Area boys, big win in a top-five showdown last night. Their head coach, Drew Weber, is next on Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, and KWSN.com. You're listening to the highest coaches show on Fox Sports Radio, FM 98.1, and AM 1230, KWSN, and KWSN.com. Now, back to the coaches. I'm telling him to call I'm John Gaskins. You know, I was talking about that Twins-Saints merger that they'll probably chat about on Minnesota Score Radio with Eric and Wally here in about 10 minutes. You want to dig more into that, especially when it comes to the unique relationship the Canaries have had with the St. Paul Saints over the years and independent baseball, the American Association, and also uh, you know, what this means for Sioux Falls down the road with minor league baseball and just how the anti-establishment Saints lined up with the establishment after uh, thumbing their nose down the road at the Twins for all those years. Uh, Inside the Birdcage podcast. Uh, from the Sioux Falls Canaries. Just got it started, just got it rolling, and uh, if you haven't checked out the first two episodes, you're a baseball fan, you're a Sioux Falls sports fan, anchor.fm slash canaries, or just Google Inside the Canaries. Uh, It's on Spotify, Apple, wherever you can find podcasts. I recommend it. And uh, we have a full hour. Chris Atterbury, former voice of the Canaries and voice of the St. Paul Saints, now a voice with the Minnesota Twins with uh, just the perfect guest for the historical perspective and uh, and current views on how we all got to that uh, big news in baseball in this region. So anchor.fm slash Canaries or inside the Canaries podcast wherever you find podcasts. Okay, that plug is out of the way. Let's go to T-Area. The Titan boys beat the Coda Valley last night. The Coda Valley came in ranked number one preseason in Class A. Head coach Drew Weber of the Titans joining us. Drew, good morning. Congratulations. Good. Yeah. Good morning, but I got to clarify. We did not win last night. Okay. They did get us by. They got us by about 11. Uh, they did, yes, sixty six fifty five. Sorry about that. Okay, well, no, that's all right. <laughs> uh, how? Uh, yes, how well did you, I saw the highlights? And uh, I, you know, what can I say? It's, um, it's the first <laughs> show for me. Our girls won, and a good. There you go. Good, uh, that's it. Uh, battle of two two really good girls teams. So. Yes, and we'll have so not, an, not an all around too bad of a night for okay. for uh, T area. Well, how well did you guys play? How's that? Uh, we played exactly like you'd expect in the first game. Uh, you know, we had foul trouble in the first half, uh, uh, really bad. We sent them to the line 14 times in the first half, and, and we only got there once. And and that's kind of a big uh, indicator of how our season is going to go, especially with 
COVID and, and, you know, depth chart changing all the time. And you got to get deep into the bench against a team like that early in the game. You know, it's going to be hard to, uh, you know, keep up with the firepower that somebody like DV has. But, but you know, we we uh, did a lot of things last night that we're going to take away from and, and feel comfortable going forward that uh, we're going to have a successful season. Right, and the same question I asked Mike Scouten from Sioux Falls Christian. Who are some of the guys that are going to help you get there? Well, Kale Lundin's our leader. He was an all-stater last year as a sophomore. Uh, he had a double-double last night. Uh, he's a really good ball player, can, can do a lot of things for us. Uh, we're going to lean on him heavily to carry the scoring load from night to night. Uh, we have a lot of guys around him that can uh, fill it up also, but he's going to have to be the the constant for us and as uh, our role players kind of do some some uh, you know that it's harder to stay confident and, and comfortable when uh, you know everything is changing every game game to game with with who's in there and who's not so so kale's going to kind of be our leader uh there garrett colbeck jeff worth our two guards that both started for us last year jeff had a 22 point game last night uh, Garrett didn't get out to a hot start last night, but he's he was one of our leading scorers, all conference player last year. So, so those two, uh, we we really rely on a lot, shooting the ball and and doing things. And then we have a variety of guys that can can play at multiple positions. Uh, Kane Ellingson's our our big. He was gone last night due to a, a big All Star game, football All Star game down in Dallas. So he's our sixth. Seven six eight posts. That's a returning starter that uh, we'll be happy to get back. And then, you know, Austin Lake was a starter last year. And then our bench guys, Braden Beach and, and Gabe Bland, are all returned that were uh, key cogs for us last year. So we have a very veteran group, experienced group, and we feel comfortable. You know, as long as we can stay healthy, that uh, uh, that group will provide us with a lot of depth and and. Uh, you know, a variety of different things we can do. Well, a lot of the names you rattled off were members and key members of that state championship undefeated football team uh, who made just huge plays in that championship game yeah, in the Dakota Dome. That's not a coincidence. We right. we really pr- we really push for our kids to be multi-sport athletes, and we have a lot of guys that are really good soccer players, cross-country runners, uh, track stars, and, and that football group was is one that we really push hard for all of our guys to make sure that they're they're participating in multiple sports and, and getting better in that way and and it showed with that football team. Drew Weber, T area boys, we look forward to talking with you throughout the season. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks, John. And we will wrap up the KWSN Coaches Show with Mike Zur, Brandon Valley Girls Out West, next on Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, and KWSN.com. You're listening to the High School Coaches Show on Fox Sports Radio, FM 98.1, and AM 1230, KWSN, and KWSN.com. Now, back to the coaches. And we go down the stretch. With Mike Zur, our closer, Brandon Valley Girls Basketball, Lynx, rated number four in the preseason media poll, and wow, 58-57 last night, the victory to open the season against Rapid City Stevens, although the website I looked at for our last guest, Mike, had it, had his game wrong, so am I right? Did I get, uh, is that correct? Seven, yeah, great game between two two talented, tough teams to start the year. Um uh, but uh, but no, it was it was great to be in some situations we don't normally get to, you know, and, and a great learning experience for our kids, you know, in new roles and, and things like that. So great way to start. Well, I mean, that's 
a place that uh, it's a unique gymnasium. I mean, many gymnasiums are unique, but uh, mm-hmm. it's 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 a good girls basketball program. One of the best teams in the state last year. So uh, quite a challenge road in, in an environment against a team like that. And you you mentioned some of the unique challenges and twists and turns that game had. So what were some of them? Um, I think you know right away the the flow of the game was really good. Um, you know, it didn't look, didn't feel like a first, you know, first game of the year. You know, two teams that want to get up and down and play, um, you know, and then legs get tired and you start getting physical. Um, and that's, that's what great double-A basketball turns into sometimes. And um, just to be able to, to have a lead, you know, see it kind of dissipate. Um, you know, they made some great plays in the fourth quarter. You know, some great uh, execute. They executed extremely well down the stretch. And, um, you know, we've got to get better in that regard in some situations and things like that. But um, and we had a couple kids. Hillary Barons makes a great, um, makes a couple free throws late. Um, you know, Kennedy Decker, the freshman, comes in and off the bench cold and hits a couple free throws, um, you know, to, to give us a two-point, a four-point advantage. And, um, you know, uh, Hill makes a great play on a, on a shot. You know, with uh, Coach Lochner, uh, Jeff Lochner, our assistant, draws up a great baseline out of bounds to, uh, to get Hillary a touch in the middle of the floor and makes a play. Um, so down the stretch, kids just making plays and then uh, kind of weathering a, a crazy situation at the end of the game and um, getting a rebound when we needed to and, and finishing, the, finishing the game with a, with a one-point lead. What was so, the crazy situation uh, at the end of the game? Uh, just uh, foul, a foul with 1.1 seconds left. Um, on you guys? The line. On us, yeah. Girl went, kind of a scramble situation. Um, you know, we had a foul uh, with 1.1 seconds left, and girl went to the line, made the first, um, and then, you know, missed the second, and we were able to get the rebound to, to finish the game. So uh, just just good to be in some of those end-of-game situations that you can't practice. Uh, you can't practice what that feels like in that situation, and uh, good for our girls to, to come out of it. Come out of it with a win. Yeah, Mike Zur, Brandon Valley Girls Basketball, KWSN High School Coaches Show here on Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230 and KWSN.com. You mentioned the freshman, uh, Kennedy Deckert. Is she Brent Deckert's daughter? She is. Okay. Yeah, she is. She played She played about two minutes last night and, uh, um, you know, got in the game a little bit, which was which was good for her to see. You know, she's a young player that's got yeah. a lot of potential, and, and hopefully someday she'll be able to uh, – uh, to get there for us. Well, and we're going to have Brent on the show next week. Uh, his team sure. is a top five team, but obviously, uh, many in the high school basketball community are aware that uh, you know he's battling cancer right now. I chatted with Tim Miles, the South Dakota native and the former Husker basketball coach, who uh, had a chance to catch some games when uh, the Sanford Pentagon was hosting uh, West Virginia and sure. uh, St. Mary's and the Jacks and teams like that. And he, and he watched the games with Brent, and uh, and you told me that brent made the trip uh, i mean yep. well again we're going to chat with him next week and he'll tell us yeah. uh, the, the journey he's on right now but uh, <laughs> with coach garrow at football with the uh, with the brain tumors he's gone through and coach deckert uh just explain what the environment has been like at at brandon valley uh with the community rallying behind them and also just last night at rapid city stevens where brent got to watch his daughter play and yep. also uh coach his team yeah, I mean, in coaching, there's nothing like being part of a team. And um, I would tell you that, that our community and our, our everything that, that goes on at Brandon Valley um, is top-notch. And, and when things, you know, the real test of a team is when adversity hits. You know, and, and, and our community has responded, not just our community, but the South Dakota community um, and elsewhere. Um, you're talking about two guys that have had a massive impact on not just our community, but so many um, 
you know, to get them to be where they, to be the young people that they are, to, to influence, um, you know, those in our community and outside of it. So um, great for Brent to have some normalcy last night uh, to coach his team and um, see them get a win, um, you know, see his kids play, you know, and, and that stuff is that stuff is gravy. So, you know, he was screaming at officials and, and doing everything <laughs> that he normally does, uh, bouncing around down there, you know, uh, all that good stuff. So yes. uh, good, good to see him in that element, too, and you know, obviously appreciate the support and the sharing of everything from you guys and, um, you know, the support of, of both of all the coaches and, and schools in, in our state right now. Uh, it's It's been awesome, and our Brandon Valley community is, is second to none in these things, too. That's so, great. Uh, uh, we're, we're incredibly thankful and grateful. Yeah, and I know you're an assistant coach for the football yeah. coach, Chad Garrow, who just won a state title. GoFundMe page has been established for him. Uh, hospital uh, Hospitalized last week after discovers he had two tumors in his brain, but he appears to be doing okay. Is that correct? Yeah, I think he's resting after yeah. after a couple procedures, and um, you know, hopefully, can rest up and and go get after this thing. You know, get the okay. game plan and go execute. You know, that's that's kind of a, a coach's life, and and I I know he's ready to fight. You know, as far as that stuff goes, just the same way that Coach Deckard is. Yeah, so. and uh, for Brent Deckard, specially designed T-shirts to support him uh, that read "We Fight Together, Coach Deckard," as well as letters T G H T, a reference to the coach's model. The game honors toughness. So, uh, Google that, find them. The GoFundMe page for Chad Garrow, the T-shirts for Brent Deckard, and Mike Zer. Thank you for coming on and being a spokesman for the school today. And uh, best of luck with your game and the uh, safe travels back home. Thanks, John, and thanks to everybody who, who who's continues to support us during these times. It's great. We really appreciate it. We'll talk again soon, Mike. Yep, thanks. Mike Zur, head coach, Brandon Valley Girls. That'll do it for the tip-off for the KWSN High School Coaches Show for the basketball season. We're back next week from 9 to 10 a.m. And a reminder, we have our first high school play-by-play broadcast of the season tonight. Roosevelt. O'Gorman at Roosevelt, 7 o'clock tip, 6.45 pregame approximately. And then Tuesday night, we have the East Side Showdown between Lincoln and Washington's girls. Same times. We also will have games on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. So follow us on Twitter at KWSN Sports, and we'll keep you updated on what games we're going to have. For John Michaels, I'm John Gaskins. Minnesota Score Radio is next. The Gone Outdoors Show. Talking hunting, talking fishing at 11 here on Fox Sports 98.1. Have a great weekend, everybody.